This is On Location. I'm Tim Leitner. Today's program comes to you from North Carolina. But first, On Location is produced by the NCA Communications Committee with special production assistance from Joe Manlin and me. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker, iHeartRadio, and Radio Public, among others. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast service and tell all your friends. Today's podcast is hosted by Tammy Pearson of Young Williams. Join Tammy as she has a conversation with James Brannan, Senior Business Consultant with CGI Technologies and Solutions Incorporated, and Kelly Little, Founder and President of the Urban Institute for Strengthening Families. Listen as they share their passion for making fatherhood programs and initiatives successful and the impacts and importance for involvement in the child support program. It's going to be a great show, so stick around, and we'll be right back. another episode of NCIA On Location. I'm Tammy Pearson with Young Williams. Today, we're going to focus on fatherhood programs, initiatives, and the impact of having these programs. We are pleased to have two guests with us today, James Brennan and Kelly Little. James, if you'd start first and just introduce yourself. All right, well, first, I just want to express my gratitude for allowing us to participate in this discussion about fatherhood programs. So once again, I'm James Brennan, and I'm currently a senior consultant at CGI. Previously, I worked for 13 years in child support services in Charlotte, North Carolina, and specifically in Mecklenburg County. There, I held uh, various positions during my tenure. I worked in the roles of a case coordinator, paralegal program manager, and also a a fatherhood program administrator. Throughout my experience, uh, one thing that has always uh, remained constant was my strong commitment to the fatherhood program from the moment I joined child support services. Kelly, who will introduce himself here shortly, he was actually the first person who recruited me into the fatherhood program, as I like to say, straight out of the the training room, right? And that was back in 2014. I'm grateful that he did because it brought out a passion that I never knew existed the more and more I became involved. And since then, you know, I have dedicated all my efforts to making our fatherhood program at the time very successful. And I love that we have this platform today to share about the challenges and successes of the fatherhood program. So I'm really looking forward to this discussion. Thank you, James. Kelly, if you'd like to go next and introduce yourself. Peace, blessings, and elevation. Thank you again, Tammy, for creating this space, for James and I to have this conversation with you. Background, started in child support in 2009, was fortunate enough to help 
built the fatherhood program there. Got the amazing opportunity to work with James, Donald, Arvis, and many other people who came through the program to have this discussion around why fathers' voices are extremely important and the impact that it has on the young people we work with and on adults and families. Secondly, I currently the founder and president of the Urban Institute for Strengthening Families who have components, Fatherhood University 365, where our emphasis is completely on helping fathers be empowered, be heard, and teaching young people what it takes to be a great father in the space of the United States. So again, thank you, Tim. Wonderful. Now let's get started. So I always start with a question that's just way off subject. So Kelly, if you could be a superhero, who would you be and why? So Tammy, I'm going to do something that's different because the superhero I'm going to give you, you probably never heard of. And so that superhero is called the Village King. And that's a superhero that I created in the book I wrote. And the reason why I picked that superhero because his superpowers is community impact. And as James shared in his introduction, when he started, and like many other people who started, it was a community that allowed us to step and really understand the power and gravitude of who we are and what we can be to everybody else. And so it's not the one pencil concept, it's the 30 pencil concept and the importance of us operating together to have maximum input. That's why I chose the Village King. Oh, that is awesome, Kelly. So James, how about you? All right, Tammy. Um, so if I had to pick a superhero, I would choose Batman. And the reason why I would pick Bruce Wayne is because I really admire his um, exceptional intelligence, his tactical abilities, and his immense wealth. And if I was Batman, I would wear my cape in two ways. So during the day, I would invest my money into developing and like supporting the local community. And then by night, I would just put the cape on and fight crime because who doesn't want to live in a safe town? <laughs> I love that. So I know I wasn't going to tell you my superhero, but I will now. So my superhero would be Wonder Woman because that's what I always called my mother is she was a wonder woman. She made us wonder a lot, of course. However, she was amazing to raise three children who all finished school, who all graduated college, and who have all stayed married well over 35 years. So I call her Wonder Woman because I think she did an amazing job and she's still doing it. So I'm going to go ahead. We're going to get started. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm going to start with you, Kelly. So why are fatherhood programs so important today? So what I will say is that fatherhood programs are so important today because they were so important in the past and in the future. And their importance is specifically predicated on the impact that it has on not only our children, but our children's children's children. And all the research and data says and suggests that it, when fathers are not engaged and involved in conversations, young people suffer 
the community suffers and there's a disconnection with excellence and a connection to anything that's subpar. So we have to make sure for those reasons that we continue to lift fathers up so that we can rewrite many of the challenges that occur in our community. For instance, young people don't finish high school when fathers are not involved. They don't go to college. They're more likely to be involved in domestic violence situations. And I want to say some things for James, so I'll leave it there. So for me, um, from my perspective, fatherhood programs, they truly play a crucial role in facilitating communication between child support uh, professionals and fathers who are facing challenges. And we, we hear it often, you know, these two groups often struggle to connect with each other. But I see a fatherhood program as acting as a mediator to bridge the gap and promote those healthy interactions throughout the case. So one of the program key benefits is that it provides fathers with assistance in multiple ways. So for example, it helps them secure employment with a livable wage. It teaches them parenting skills and connects them with resources for mental health, uh, housing, education, and transportation, which we all know these are vital factors that contribute to the overall well-being for any individual. And what we notice is as fathers participate in a program and gain access to resources, you know, they, they begin to trust the caseworkers and then start to seek their advice. So the fatherhood program creates a very welcoming environment for fathers, making their fears of the agency kind of gradually disappear. And on the flip side of that, we also see caseworkers can now consult with fatherhood advocates to kind of better understand the challenges that fathers are facing and acknowledge the father's efforts and successes. Ultimately, just as Kelly mentioned, the goal of the program is to strengthen the father figure, which benefits the entire family and improves those relationships within the child support office. So that's why I believe they're important. So do you think there are like different types of fathers in that situation? Yes, there are various types of dads. You have your biological fathers, your father figures, your nurturing dads and interactive dads that I think play a significant role in a child's life. And personally, you know, I relate to some of these roles. I consider myself nurturing, you know, interactive and a devoted father. And like many other dads, you know, my top priority is to be directly involved in my children's lives. So regardless of the type of father, you know, that's the main goal here. A father's presence in the family is unique and essential. And a child's interactions with the uh, the family are very different when a father is present. And it's undeniable that a father's presence is necessary in every action we take for our children. Fatherhood programs, you know, we, we typically hear from fathers who want to be involved, attend events, spend quality time, and most importantly, uh, provide for their children. And these programs are, are crucial because some fathers may face barriers that prevent them from being the type of father that they want to be for their children. And fatherhood programs, uh, aim to help fathers integrate different roles into one holistic approach. So yes, I do believe we do have different types of fathers. Uh, that makes perfect sense. Kelly, you want to elaborate a little bit too? So James just said a whole lot. Now I'm going to take some of what he said and I'm going to break it down into different pockets. I would say that there are, there's first the biological father, the person who brought the young person into this world. 
And sometimes they may be connected and sometimes they may be disconnected. But they're important because without them, the child would not be here. Then you have what I consider spiritual fathers who are fathers who help navigate different situations, circumstances, hope, belief, all those different things that allow us to continue to not only be resilient, but to stop, pause, and be recharged. Then there are what I consider adoptive fathers. Now, adoptive fathers, I don't mean adoptive in the sense that they went out and adopted that child, but adoptive that they see that there's a gap and a specific father's not there and the young person needs some support, some encouragement, some help, and they help them navigate that space. And then lastly, and not leastly, you also have community fathers and kind of play the same role as the adoptive father, but it may be instead of one, it may be multiple individuals in the community stepping up to be able to support that young person. It could be a person that's a relative, but the emphasis here is that there are so many other forms of fathers, but for me, still, when we're talking about child support, when we're talking about social services, it is important to acknowledge that every young person has a father. And if we know who that father is, we have to be diligent and persistent in inviting them to the table or inviting them to help build that table. Once again, thank you, Tammy, for inviting us to speak. If you're interested in starting a fatherhood program, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, we have a lot of experience and always happy to collaborate and share our insights with you. And additionally, if you are a father out there who's listening and you might need assistance, we can definitely connect you with resources and programs in your area. So please feel free to contact Kelly or myself. I can be um, directly reached at james.brannon at cgi.com. Once again, that's J-A-M-E-S dot B-R-A-N-N-O-N at cgi.com. Uh, once again, thank you. What an amazing presentation. You both did a wonderful job. On behalf of the podcast team, thank you both for joining us today and for sharing a little bit about yourselves as well as the fatherhood programs and the importance of these programs. We also want to thank you for all that you have done and continue to do. Again, thank you to our listeners for joining us today. I'm Tammy Pearson, and this has been NCA On Location. On Location is available on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. We have a lot of great episodes on the way, so be sure to subscribe and listen to all of our previous episodes as well. We also appreciate your ratings, your feedback, your comments, and your suggestions. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to us on the contact link on our website. On Location is a production of the NCA Communications Committee with special production assistance from Joe Mamlin and me. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Tim Leitner, and this has been On Location.